You're now listening to a Binge Bull Brain podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending binge eating, overeating, and emotional eating through the inside-out understanding of your habits. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. In today's podcast episode, we are going to talk about different moods and how they impact your thoughts and to what kind of actions they lead to. I'm going to introduce the concept of mood elevator. Maybe you've already noticed that whenever you are in a low mood, you experience more binge eating. Whenever you are irritated, frustrated, stressed, you are more prone to binge eating. And of course, I'm not saying that it's impossible to binge whenever you are in a good mood. It definitely happened to me before. But uh, statistically speaking, you are more prone to binge eating when you are in a low mood. But before we get into today's podcast episode, I would like to strongly encourage you to leave a review. If you've been coming back to this podcast episode, that means that each week you get something valuable for you. You get help that you need towards your binge freedom. So if I were you, I would consider giving something back and review is all I'm asking for. Okay, let's go to today's topic moods and how they impact your binge eating. But okay, what are moods in general? So I would say that moods are just different state of mind. So mood is in general just a mix of feelings and emotions and we go through different moods throughout the day. So moods are slightly different than emotions because moods can last for hours. You can notice yourself being in a lower mood, but during this couple of hours, you may experience different emotions. So in general, emotions have shorter lifespan. They can last seconds, minutes. However, moods, moods last a little bit longer and they are fed by your thinking and different moods might look different for each person, but I want you to know that in different moods, our thinking is also different and different types of thinking will fuel different moods. So moods and thinking, they are two sides of the same coin. So any difference in your mood will probably lead to also different types of thinking because when you are in a different mood, everything looks different. So different mood can stimulate also different tendencies, different actions, different thoughts. So in a good mood, for example, you may have a tendency to give people the benefit of a doubt. However, in a bad mood, you may have a tendency to assume negative intent. A low state of mind equals thinking at the low levels of consciousness. You might have heard about this concept before. It might have been called the elevator of consciousness, ladder of consciousness, mood elevator. So in general, it's a metaphor of how your mood changes throughout the day, how your consciousness changes throughout the day. And I want you to imagine it in a vertical dimension. So I want you to imagine a glass elevator that goes up and down. So depending on what kind of floor you're on, the world will look different. So uh, this, this elevator, it's a continuum of your level of consciousness. 
And because it is elevator, it goes up and down all day long. So whenever you are in a different level, your view will also change. The higher you are, the clearer is your view. We can also use this metaphor of the mood elevator to describe how our, how our emotions rise and fall. So on the higher levels, you experience health and well-being. However, on the lower levels, you may experience depression, helplessness, or anger. And this mood elevator, it acts like a human dashboard, just like you have a dashboard on a plane or, or in a car. So it tells you, how are you doing? Your mood is reflection of the quality of your thinking. To give you a couple examples, I want to show you how you may experience different types of moods. So let's say that one day you really like and enjoy your partner's little quirks. And the other day, the same little quirks, they drive you crazy. <laughs> Maybe one day your cat is sitting on your lap and you love it. You pet it and it's lovely moment. But the next day, the same cat sitting on your lap irritates you because you cannot get up and go to the toilet. <laughs> One day, you see your children as little angels. And the next day, you wish you would never have them. One day, you look in the mirror and you totally accept and love your body. And the next day, the only thing you see are imperfections. One day, you believe the binge eating recovery is, is totally possible for you. Another day, you wallow in self-pity and you believe that you will never overcome binge eating. So how you look at the world, how you interpret the neutral circumstances, how you perceive the world, it all depends on the level of consciousness. It all depends where you are in the elevator, where, whether you are on the higher floors or lower floors. Because in different moods, our thinking is different. I want you to really get a feel of it. So I'm going to try to describe to you how you feel when you are on higher floors. So when you're on higher floors of this mood elevator or elevator of consciousness, however you want to call it, when you are on higher floors, you are getting closer to the, to the light, to the sky. For some people, it's a place closer to God. For some people... It's a place when they get to, when they take psychedelics. For me, higher floors are moments when I'm the closest to the source of my health and well-being. I feel connected with my authentic self. So the higher mood, the higher level of consciousness, the better your perspective. Your thinking is not clouded, so you see more solutions and possibilities. And in the higher mood states, our thinking gets quieter, it's flowing naturally, it gets clearer, it's more relaxed. You may also experience more positive feelings like love, gratitude and peace of mind. However, when you are on the lower floors, you feel totally different. You experience lower quality thinking. So your thoughts may become circular They are going around and around in the same... You are recycling the same thoughts. You are prone to rumination. In general, our thoughts, they become cloudy, unclear. It all gets cluttered. You may have some dark suicidal thoughts or maybe some violent thoughts. You experience a lot of anxiety, uncertainty. You may be confused. 
you may feel alone, very disconnected from the world. And of course, people around you, they just bother you so easily. So on the lower floors, you lose your sense of perspective. And the more often you stay at the lower floors of mood elevator, the more often you experience habitual states of insecurity, judgment, worry, anger, depression, your eating disorder, habitual thoughts, they come up to the surface. And unfortunately, those states, they might become your new habits. They might become your unhealthy normal. And when you are on the lower levels of your mood elevator, your actions are also not that good. The lower the mood, the more real it looks to you and you feel very very compelled to take an action. Your thoughts seem real and compelling. That's why you believe your eating disorder when it tells you like, eat it, just take a bite. Today doesn't matter. You can start eating better tomorrow. When you are on the lower levels of your consciousness, you are dying to act on those thoughts. You want to yell at your husband. You want to shout at your kids. You want to send that angry email. You want to kick your printer for not wanting to connect to your laptop. You want to eat an entire pint of ice creams out of frustration. You want to give up on your nutritious diet and instead order all the foods from the menu in your favorite fast food restaurants. The main problem with the lower floors is that sometimes you get stuck there for a very long time. But I want you to know that in the low levels of consciousness, it is It is unwise to believe, trust, or follow your thinking. When you do so, you usually regret the actions you took uh, based on that fo- those thoughts. And as I said, I wanted to talk about the main problem with the lower fro- floors. So if you are in a low state, low mood for a longer time, it affects your chemistry, your brain chemistry and your body's chemistry. And it may result in clinical depression. And then your negative state of mind, it becomes your new normal. I would like to quote Robert Sapolsky, the author of Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. It's a great book about stress. <laughs> And the quote is, On an incredibly simplistic level, you can think of depression as occurring when your cortex thinks an abstract thought and manages to convince the rest of the brain that this is as real as a physical stressor. What I'm trying to say is that depression starts usually with negative thoughts, and those thoughts, they impact your moods, and the longer you are in a negative mood, that can impact your whole body, and that can result in depression. So depression is a longer-term visit to lower level thinking. You are staying in the lower floors of your mood elevator. And then there's this ongoing story that you nurture. So you add fuel to that to that fire. One negative thought puts you in a negative state of mind. You've experienced more negative feelings. And again, then this chemical imbalance totally can appear. And it might be hard for you to get out of depression without medication. Because we know that depression is not just the sickness of the mind, but it is also fueled by what's happening in the body. 
I would like to explain these lower levels of thinking and how they can impact depression using an old uh, Cherokee tale of two wolves. So uh, in the Cherokee culture, um, there was just a story and the story is told by a grandfather and this grandfather is trying to teach his grandson an important lesson about life. (laughs) Okay, there we go. So the grandfather tells his grandson that there is a battle going on inside all of us. It is a battle between two wolves that live inside us. And he says, My son, the battle is between two wolves that live inside of us. One is evil. It is angry, envy, jealousy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. The other is good. It is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The grandson thinks about it for a while and says, Which wolf wins? The grandfather replies, the one you feed. So this story illustrates the choice that we all have to feed the wolf that keeps us on the low levels of consciousness, low levels of thinking, or to feed the wolf of inner peace, calmness, positive thoughts, abundance. Frequent negative thoughts, feelings of anxiety, worry, in general negative thoughts and feelings, they will feed this one wolf And this is the true power of the concept of self-directed neuroplasticity. Because you, with your own thinking, you can reinforce how neurons in your brain will connect. So your thinking, it creates neural pathways that your brain goes through. And the more you think um, certain thoughts, you increase the, uh, the possibility of that thought occurring again. And that can keep you in a lower uh, states of mind. So when you choose this black, bad wolf, you feed it by low quality thinking and then it grows, it becomes stronger. And you already know that evil wolf is connected to more binge eating. You've already noticed that in the lower states of mind, in the lower moods, you are more prone to binge eating. So the question is, How do you get out of lower floors? Well, before I answer that question, there are a couple of things I want you to know. First of all, that it's totally okay to visit lower floors of a mood elevator. Some moods, they just appear out of the blue and that's totally fine. We visit certain moods, sometimes for a moment and sometimes for a little bit longer and that's In my opinion, it's a natural aspect of human nature. However, sometimes we also indulge in feelings, indulge in negative feelings. For example, indulge in self-pity for a while. And that's also okay. That's also okay if you remember uh, to do not attach any meaning to it. So it's crucial that those uh, thoughts, those, let's say, negative thoughts... They will, they will do no harm to you if you know that they really doesn't mean anything about you. 
that you still have access to the health and well-being, but for now you just choose to stay on the lower levels of your thinking. But again, if you don't attach any meaning to it, if you don't believe those thoughts, if you don't trust them, it is still okay. And this is just the aspect of human nature, that life is 50-50. You are going to experience positive feelings, but also negative. And we need that, that contrast. Without the negative, you wouldn't be able to experience positive. The other thing I want you to understand is that your moods are not caused by external circumstances. They are caused by your own thoughts. You may think that some kind of external stimuli, that it triggers in you a certain reaction, but it is not true because we've got neutral circumstances in the world and then we interpret them through our own lens. So first we need to have a thought about a certain event and that thought will trigger certain feelings and actions. But each one of us will have different thoughts about the same action that happens in the world. In other words, there are events that are happening in the world and we they stimulate those events, they stimulate thoughts But for each one of us, those are different set of thoughts. And our thoughts will determine our moods. Those are not the events that determine our moods, but those are the thoughts we have about the event. They will determine our moods. And when we talk about thoughts, there are a couple of things that I really need you to know if you want to use this concept of mood elevator to help you in better understanding what's going on with you. I need you to know that thoughts they play a major role in controlling how you're going to travel up and down in this mood elevator. You will probably never be able to fully control your your thoughts. Like you cannot force yourself to just think positively, just to stay on a higher uh, levels of the consciousness elevator. No, it's it's not possible. You will still have those negative thoughts and they may cause lower moods but that's okay that's just human experience but I want you to know that the thoughts are the source of those moods and it's important to remember because that can help you to separate yourself from your moods and from your thoughts that's important you won't be a victim anymore you won't be a victim of external circumstances once you understand that your thoughts Uh, how your thoughts can impact your mood, you will have to take responsibility that, okay, my thoughts create my experience. However, I don't have a full control over my thoughts. All I need to do is distance myself from them, separate myself from my thinking, remember that I am that I have access to, to health and well-being. Right now, I'm in a lower mood, but that's okay. That's just human experience. And I don't have to make... I don't have to make it mean anything about me. And in the context of eating disorders, you have to remember that those thoughts are nothing more but just an old habit that doesn't mean anything about you. For a moment, when you experience those eating disorder thoughts, you are living in a self-created reality, but it's a temporary illusion. And you should not act upon illusion. You should remember that you are love, you are peace, you are wisdom, 
And right now, you experience just low-quality thinking that you should not trust. And with low-quality thinking, we've got also probably uncomfortable feelings. And what is important to do not dwell on those uncomfortable feelings, those unpleasant feelings, those so-called negative feelings. Don't dwell on them. Instead, allow those feelings just to pass through you. Don't fuel them with more thoughts. And let's say that you recognize that you are in a low mood, you have low quality thinking. Remember that acting in that moment will probably just make things worse. I know that you're going to feel desperate or compelled to act in the moment, but you have to resist the temptation to act when you are on a lower levels of, of your mood. When you feel that you visit lower floors of mood elevator, imagine yourself driving somebody in the mist or maybe driving driving a car on the icy road. Like you have to be very, very careful. Do not make uh, sudden turns. Do not, uh, you know, be too close to somebody else. You have to drive slowly to safely move through the mist or drive through the icy road. So when you are in a lower mood, when you experience lower quality of thinking, be cautious. Don't make big decisions. Don't act on those sneaky thoughts. You should not trust your thinking whenever you feel very low. Okay, so now you know that visiting lower floors is just a part of human experience, that there's nothing wrong with it, that uh, lower moods are caused by lower thinking and it's not a problem unless you stay for too long on those lower floors. So now I can finally answer the question how to get out of lower floors. So you don't have to do that much. All you need is like a fresh perspective. You need to relax. Quiet your mind. Change uh, the pattern of your thinking. Maybe try something like taking a walk, listening to music, getting yourself into the flow state should also help. In general, you just have to interrupt the current pattern. You can do it with exercise. Uh, Maybe you've heard that many people say that they get the best ideas in the shower. So maybe taking a shower, taking cold shower could be helpful as well. In my opinion, the good pattern interrupter is just sleep. So we know that there's a particular phase of your sleep. It's called REM sleep and it's very good for problem solving and apparently even decision making. You gain a lot of new insights whenever you are sleeping and but your brain is still awake it is still uh, you know trying to put pieces together it is trying some new solutions alternatives so you are sleeping but your brain is working that's why after a good night's sleep you may find yourself having a new insight you may find yourself having a new, fresh perspective, new thoughts. And just going to sleep can get you out of the bad mood. Instead of fueling those lower moods with lower quality thinking, just try to stay curious. Ask yourself like, oh, I wonder why I did that. What could I learn from this event? Is there any silver lining here? How can I do better the next time it's going to happen? 
in the heat of the moment when you want to react, just stay calm, breathe deeply and stay curious. Do not judge yourself for whatever is happening in your head. Self-talk is is really important in managing uh, moods and positive self-talk can really make a huge difference. Uh, Also, feeling gratitude can help you in overriding those negative emotions because uh, many people say that it is impossible to be grateful and at the same time being depressed, irritated and so on. Because gratitude brings some, some more positive feelings like calmness, happiness and therefore it replaces feelings like uh, frustration and anger. When something happens in the world, some kind of event, and I notice myself having many negative thoughts and all of a sudden uh, the feeling of self-righteousness is evoked inside me, you know what I do? Sometimes I just say to myself like, Natalia, don't go there. Like I've been dwelling on my anger so many times before and I know that even though it seems justifiable, it's it rarely benefits me. So I just try to talk myself out of it. Because I know that it is not helpful. And I am I'm very happy that right now I am able to notice when I'm spiraling downward. Because it used to be something that, you know, I would not have noticed. And right now I see the early signs and I can just stop myself there. I can just tell myself like, Natalia, we know what's going to happen. Like, don't do this. It's, it's pointless. This mood is going to disappear within the uh, couple of um, hours, let's say, and you don't have to do anything right now. One more thing I want you to know about moods is that moods are contagious. And probably I don't have to say too much about it. You know how some people can bring you down or that whenever you are uh, in a bad mood and let's say you sit at the table with your family, like everybody will know and all of a the sudden day mood will also go uh, down. And in this case, uh, in case of moods, it's really important to understand your moods and that will drastically impact the quality of your relationships. So for me, you know, the concept of mood elevator and understanding understanding it correctly. Well, I didn't, it didn't really help me to overcome binge eating because back then I didn't know about it. I didn't understand it. But I can tell you that this concept changed my relationship. And I believe that it can change your relationship as well. I see people all around me destroying their relationship by acting on thoughts when they are in a low mood. I also see many therapists who are always saying that whenever there's a conflict in a relationship, you you have to talk it out. Like you have to discuss it right away and you cannot go to sleep when you are in a conflict. I strongly disagree with it. <laughs> And I have so many examples from my life that that just prove that it's better to wait until your mood naturally lifts and then you can approach the other person. Then you can talk through your problems and all of the conflicts. Don't do it when the emotions are super high. When you are in a very low mood, Instead of trying to resolve the conflict right away, maybe give yourself some time. 
Notice that you are in a low mood, which means that you have low quality thinking that you shouldn't act upon. So your thinking is not clear. Tell the other person that you can talk about it. You can talk about that issue, but maybe later. Right now, they should just leave you alone. In that moment when you are in a lower state of mind, you won't hear them anyway. And you may say something that you don't really mean. So just, I don't know, go to your room or go to the park, go on a walk and wait until you're back to your real self. Then you can communicate with the other person again. What I've noticed for myself is that some issues I created in my own mind, right? So those issues, they simply dissolved whenever I transitioned to a higher quality thinking. I didn't have to resolve some issues because, as I said, I created them in a lower mood. So whenever naturally I experience higher mood, that problem didn't exist. But if I would act upon those lower lower mood and low quality thinking, I would probably say something mean to, to, let's say, my partner. I would probably regret it. That's why it's, it's really important to wait to recognize where are you on that mood elevator and just wait a little bit uh, to get out of that lower mood. We have to remember that our thinking is not reliable in the lower mood states. So it's okay to delay some important conversations and decisions. In the lower state of mind, you may find yourself writing a resignation letter to your boss. And think about what's going to happen when you click send. Wouldn't it be better to just uh, wait till you have higher quality thinking that is more reliable and then make the important decision or make that important conversation? Okay, I hope that today's podcast episode was super helpful for you. I know that it is super helpful for me. Again, in my case, um, it wasn't very helpful in context of eating disorder, but it was very helpful for me in context of relationships. So I would like to just summarize today's podcast episode and share with you some take-home message. (laughs) So first of all, I want you to understand that our thinking creates our experience of life. And if you are a human, it means that you are going to ride that mood elevator and you are going to visit every floor from time to time. Each day you are going to go up and down. And low mood thinking, it happens to everyone from time to time. And and that's totally fine. That's just the, that's just the part of human experience. And it is unavoidable part of human experience. I also want you to understand that most fights, most conflicts, they arise because people are in a low state of mind and they take this low state of mind and low quality thinking too seriously and they feel compelled to act. And they should remember that our thinking is unreliable in the low mood states. I believe that our goal in life shouldn't be to just be happy all the time and only stay on a higher uh, levels of mood elevator. I don't think that it's possible. I think that happiness doesn't come from, you know, avoiding negative thoughts and feelings. I think that it comes from our ability to, to deal with them. Because whenever you are in a low mood, 
you still have hope that that mood will dissipate and you will go up on a mood elevator. You know that this health and well-being is always accessible for you. Maybe right now you, you don't feel it, but you are just one thought away from better life, better quality thinking. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode and see you next week. Bye! If you enjoyed today's podcast episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow Binge Pro Brain on Instagram. And if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your coaching application for my Binge Pro Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day. Bye.